When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn is there and you need a little tooting and you already know I'm going to do the job, I miss y'all so much. And I know, let me get to this part first. I know y'all been wondering where I've been, but I want y'all to know that I have been recording podcasts. I have been recording episodes. And when I finally drop them, it will all be worth it. But like I said, I wanted to walk into 2023 with visuals and I'm going to give y'all what y'all deserve. Um, I recorded a new episode over the weekend. I got so many great guests. Like I said, I'm in school again, studying psychology. So even the things that I've been working on is so much more informative because the things that I've been studying, I've I've been able to utilize them with the things that I'm working on to give y'all a deeper perspective on why we handle situations a certain way or why we react or choose certain people. So a little recap of what's been going on in my life. Um, I had a Philly show. That was great. I got a live podcast in Philly coming up on March 2nd. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see it in my bio. I have an Atlanta show coming up. Um, That will be April 3rd. I have a show in April in New York. You got to make sure you follow me on Instagram so that you can stay up to date with all of the shows that are coming up because I don't want y'all to miss no more. Um, other than that, like I said, I'm back in school. I've been being a mom. I'm definitely going to start post posting episodes more consistently again. And I'm just grateful that a lot of y'all have been being patient with me. And the reason why I decided to stop in and say hello to everyone today and drop an episode is because I know it's Valentine's Day and some of y'all asses ain't got a Valentine. I know a lot of people during the holidays or, you know, like Christmas or anything, whereas though you normally would spend it with people that you love, they have a tendency to feel a little depressed on this day or a little sad or we crave our companionship. It's okay. I don't even really celebrate any holidays, so this doesn't mean anything to me. I actually am going to watch that new Netflix show that's kind of similar to Love is Blind. That's what I'll be doing while my man is at work. Um, I don't care about none of this stuff. And don't forget that you can always recharge off the love, like hang around your friends. Your kids could be your Valentine. Like you can still make the most of it. If you decide to be sad, then that's exactly what you're going to be. Oh, and another thing I did over the weekend, outside of having a Super Bowl party, that was awesome, outside of the fact that Eagles lost, but I also went to Pharmacy for Life in Scarsdale, um, New York. So make sure you follow on Instagram and TikTok so that you can see the recap video I created about me stopping there and getting like black sea oil, different vitamins for my son. My son has bad allergies, y'all, and I got some new vitamins for him. Anybody that has allergies or any type of underlining things that they want to work on, check out some vitamins that may be good for you. And this pharmacy for life, and that's with an F. 
I've been, I'm really curious to see how these vitamins are going to work for him because he's always so freaking congested. It's ridiculous. The boy walks around with tissue in his book bag all the time. But to, the message for today for Valentine's Day is I'm okay with being alone because I am not lonely. You being by yourself is a peaceful place. It is a place of solitude. It is a place to focus on yourself. It is a place to pour into yourself, to self-reflect, to pray, to meditate, to give yourself affirmations. When we think of being alone, we think of sad, depressed, isolation. We think of so many of these negative things associated with being by ourselves and not all of the beauty that gets to come out of you spending more time alone. When we spend our time in relationships and we hop from relationship to relationship, we always got to be around our friends. We got to go out every weekend. Those are literally distractions from the bigger picture and what we really need to work on, especially if you are not satisfied with none of those relationships in your life. Especially if you feel like none of these relationships hold any type of value. They don't fulfill you. They don't really make me feel good. We are out here. We hold it on to history because y'all been friends since third grade. We out here holding on to relationships because I've been with him for so long, but he doesn't even make me happy. I'm not satisfied. It's so much fulfillment and enjoyment that you can get being by yourself if you learn how to navigate that, that space and do things that you actually love to do. A lot of people don't like being by themselves because they literally are at home just watching the clock, waiting for time pass, just watching TV. They're by themselves, but they're actually not spending time with themselves. So if there's anybody listening and you feel like your journey of loving yourself and being by yourself and not being in a relationship has been difficult, start focusing on what you be doing every day. What does your day-to-day routine look like? If you start realizing that you actually don't really do nothing, then that may be why the journey has been hard. It is okay for you to do things that you love to do by your goddamn self. Like, you don't have to do things that are fun or seem exciting with other people. It's cool to, like, take a day trip with your homegirls or go on a road. It's cool to do all of these things with other people, but it is also okay to do things alone. It is also okay to do it just because you want to do it. You don't need nobody to go with you. You don't need anybody's permission. Book the trip. Book the goddamn trip. You've been in a group chat trying to get everybody to go and they acting like they ain't got no money. Book the trip. Get you a selfie stick. Take yourself out to dinner. It's some things that I know it might seem more fun if you was in a relationship, but you can still do it by yourself. I remember when I first did my first show in Chicago. I went out to I went to STK for dinner. Um, I went to Steak 48. I did some shopping. It was so many things in Chicago. I was I stayed on the Magnificent Mile, and y'all know I tell y'all all the time that vacation. I consider Chicago a vacation place for me because I love Chicago so much. I love staying on the Magnificent Mile in downtown Chicago. When I first went, I was single, and I will always say I can't wait to go back when I got a man. <laughs> I ended up going back to Chicago again. I also did like some. I went to Sky Deck Chicago and I took pictures on like the hundred something floor. That was fun. I also did that alone. I love Chicago. I went back by myself, but I always thought if I have a man, this will be fun. But it did not stop me from going. It didn't stop me from wanting to go back because I enjoyed myself so much. 
So when my man decided to surprise me one of my birthdays with going to Chicago with him, I was so excited because it's like, oh my gosh, I finally got a man. I could do it with him. And I had a good time. I had a wonderful time with him. But I also had a wonderful time when I did it by myself. When I discovered how much I love Chicago all alone, it didn't make me feel like, oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, I don't want to go by myself. No, the only part that might have been a little lonely is just sleeping in a hotel by myself. And that's because I'm super scary. I start hearing noises and shit when I'm in a hotel by myself. But other than that, it's peaceful here. And one of the things that I realized that made it easy on my journey with loving myself and being by myself was realizing that in the moments when being alone makes me feel lonely and or whatever it may, may, may make me feel, none of that is worse than how I felt being alone and, and feeling lonely in a relationship while I'm laying next to somebody. Nothing is worse than me being in a relationship feeling like I don't have a voice, feeling like this person don't care about me, feeling like I don't mean anything to them. It is not, those are things that I don't want to feel again. Me be feeling lonely because I'm by myself and working on myself really ain't the worst thing that I ever felt in my life. When I think of the worst things that I felt in my life, they've been, they've been associated with how other people have treated me. So if this is what I got to temporarily deal with while I focus on myself, while I stand, learn to stand firm on my boundaries, while I learn to really go into this world and get the things that I deserve then I'm willing to do with it. And when I say get the things that I deserve, that means I'm going out there and I'm getting exactly what the hell I asked for. I'm not getting what's available to me at the moment. I'm not getting what I'm settling for. I'm going out there and getting exactly what I wanted on and off the menu, okay? It's been moments where it's though because I'm so damn lonely that I'm going out there and I'm just settling for the first thing that I find. I'm ending up in the wrong hands. I'm ending up in the hands of people that do not deserve me, don't know what to do with me, don't appreciate me, don't don't value me. Not even on the same level of communication that I have. And because I'm so worried about feeling, I don't, I don't want to feel alone or I want companionship, that I'm staying in these places. I ain't got no business laying next to his ass. You ain't got no business laying next to somebody that don't know what to do with you. But because you're too busy focusing on, oh, I don't want to be by myself. Yeah, this is where I'm at right now. That's why another thing that I tell y'all all the time is do the work on yourself because what you think you may be interested in may not even be your type. But because we be so pressed for company, companionship, and all of these different things that we are deserving of, because you, de you deserve to be loved. You deserve companionship. You deserve intimacy. You deserve to feel beautiful. You deserve to feel love, desired, everything. You deserve affection. You deserve romance. You deserve all of these things from the right person. Because I don't want it if it ain't from who I want it from. We, we deserve all of these things. That's true. But with knowing what I deserve... I also know what I'm willing to give and what I bring. And that's why I have to be stingy. When you look at how much you love, when you look at the things that you've done for people. That should make you feel like, you know what, I got to be stingy with this. I can't just be giving this to anybody. This, this, I don't even got the type of love that I could play around with and just be handing out for free. When it comes to my intimate relationships and stuff like that, when it comes to how I show up for my, my tribe and my friends and how I care about people, 
I can't. You think I'm just going to be out here giving free samples to this to everybody? I can be nice and I can be a good person to everybody because it's just who I am. So I know that some people just by default may, may cross paths with me and get to experience the energy and the vibe that I bring from just being a good person, of just being who, who I am and caring about people. When people are around me, they can feel how much I love. Having a conversation with me, you could just feel how like how loving I am because that's just who I am. But when it comes to personal relationships and friendships and stuff, I have to be stingy because it's too many times where people got parts of me that they were undeserving of. It's too many times where people got pieces of me that they did not deserve and they have no business having. But because I didn't know my worth or because I didn't know my value, I was okay with giving parts of myself away to people just to walk away with nothing. I don't even have shit to give. I don't even have enough for my goddamn self in, in the moment. And I'm out here giving everybody what I got. And that's why so many times where I felt like, who am I? That's why so many times where I felt like I don't know who I am or I'm burnt out or I'm spread thin. Or I'm so unappreciated. Or people just keep using me. People can't use me for what I do not give them. People used me because I had no boundaries. People used me because I didn't want to say no to people. Because what if they stopped talking to me? God forbid I, I lose a friend. Because they can't use me anymore. God forbid I lose the people who aren't even really my friends. Because they only are with me and around me. Because I'm a doormat. Because I have no boundaries. God forbid those people walk out of my life. Oh my gosh, whatever will I do? So afraid to say no. So afraid to speak up for myself. So afraid to have standards or require certain things that I allowed myself to just settle and be in these places that I did not need to be in. Can you even remember who you were before you got into these relationships that changed you so much. Before like you became so like nonchalant or not affectionate or trust issues or bitter or upset or I got a chip on my shoulder or I can't stand nobody. Who was I before all of this shaped me? And how do I get back to being that person? I remember when I first started on my journey of just trying to be by myself. I always said when people were saying, oh, all you do is go out on the weekends and hang out with your friends because it was a phase where all I was doing was going out all the time. And I had said, well, when I think about the last time I knew who I was, it was my 12th grade year in high school. And this is what I was doing, hanging out with my friends all the time. So for the first time, I just reverted back to what I knew. Of course, that's not where I was meant to be on my journey. But I just went back to the last place I felt like I knew who I was, at least a little bit. And I just tried to navigate from that space back. It was like I had to retrace my steps. On where did I lose myself at? Of course, I lost myself in this relationship. But maybe if I could retrace my steps back to who I used to be. I can go, I can choose a different path. A path where my opinion is more important than the opinions that everybody else have about who I am or who I should be. 
maybe I could retrace my steps and like redesign my whole story of like needing to be in a relationship. Needing to always have company or companionship or just needing to fill fill those voids with somebody around me. Always needing to over love, over give, do the most. I can never let I can never let things flow. There's so many times where I just wanted to be loved so bad. I wanted to be loved so bad that I was out here doing things for people that they did not deserve me to be doing. They didn't even work for it. They never even did nothing for me. How many times have you you cooked dinner for somebody that never took you out? He didn't got more meals from you than the meals that he even took you on. You can't even count how many meals you done cooked for a man who never took you out on a date. Who done sat in your face and said, well, I'm just not romantic or I don't do stuff like that. How many times has he said, how many times have he, has he sat in your face and told you what he ain't going to do? Why he eating your food? You done cooked more meals for him than he done bought groceries. And that's the least that he could do. I may, I'm I'm taking time out my day to cook for you. I could have just ate me a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. I'm only cooking because I know you over here. I'll eat some cinnamon toast crunch for dinner if we're being honest. Some oatmeal. Won't hurt me none. I'll put something good on the watch and I'll eat me a bowl of cereal. I'm over here making nice dinners to impress you to make you feel loved. And you don't even make me feel half of what I make you feel. Ain't that some shit? (laughs) I'm telling you, if you don't stand firm on these boundaries, if you don't learn to express what it is that you desire or how you want to be loved, people are going to walk away with pieces of you that that they asked did not deserve. And they're going to leave the situation with you and go be with somebody that they actually want to be with, that they had to work for, and you're going to watch them do everything that you had to beg them to do. Okay? I know sometimes people say, well, you know, guys, they do stuff for who they really wanted to do it for. Eh. I guess that's true sometimes. And then other times, he ain't do nothing for me because I never required him to do it. I was so busy to have him around and have him at any capacity that I could have him that I ain't have no standards when it comes to him. He ain't had to do nothing to get me, to have sex with me, for me to cook for him, for me to do the most because I was so grateful to be in his space. That's so crazy. The mind will really, I'm just sitting here thinking how badly our mind will play tricks on us and when we already have it in our mind that we are attracted to somebody or we want to be with somebody, we make a million and one excuses for their ass. Million and one excuses. Doing the most for somebody that really don't even do nothing for us. And we like him so much. Him or her, whoever it is that you like, we'll like them so much. Because the sex is good. That's it. No deep conversation, no real intimacy, no companionship, no romance. The sex is good. So my standard on what it takes for me to fall in love is just somebody willing to have sex with me and the sex being good. That's what the standard becomes. 
And then in the same voice, in the same moment, in the same breath. I want the relationship to bro- to blossom more. I want to be more. I want to take a better a, a step or something in a more serious direction. And I can't figure out why I can't get him to change or to do certain things. And it's because he never had to. I never required him to. He's not buying this cow. He's been getting the milk for free for as long as he can remember. At this point, for me to even change my standards, he's he just looking at me like I'm a joke. He don't even take me seriously. I can't even take me seriously. And the reason why I can't even take me seriously is because when I even have the courage to express what I want or how I desire to be treated, it ain't like I leave it ain't like I leave him alone when he say he's not going to do it. It ain't like he says, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I say, okay, well, it's not going to work for me. And I stop talking to him. He don't feel required to do anything. Because what I'm going to do, nothing changes. He literally still gets to reap all the benefits and all the perks that come with being with me. Would not commit, even by not, even with not committing to me. Not wanting to be in a relationship with me, not putting any effort to maintain a relationship with me. He does not have to do anything but have sex with me. And majority of the time, it's probably more beneficial to him than it is to you. Ain't that something? It only, it seems like there's only winner, one winner in this whole scenario. And it ain't you. And it ain't never been me. When I think about the relationships and people I've talked to, I definitely lost more than I won, which is okay. It's okay to be honest. Because when I start winning, when I start meeting great guys, it was later on in the journey. I took enough losses. Whereas though every winning I took when I start meeting great guys and start dating and going out with people and stuff like that, I felt like, dang, I was getting back some compensation on what I was owed. I done took so much, so many losses when it came to getting to know people and dating and liking people and things that didn't go nowhere that I felt like, damn, I'm, I'm old this. Sheesh. This was like my back pay. This is like when people be filing for unemployment and stuff and the unemployment got to send you all the back pay because they wasn't paying you the whole time. That's what I was getting. <laughs> this was actually all my back pay. But I also had to put myself in a position where I felt like I was worthy of those things and not being willing to settle or compromise for anything less than what I wanted. Like I said, when I went on my celibate journey and I decided to just focus on myself, I was working out. I was in drinking. I really wanted to be at a, a version of myself that a man would be able to appreciate and would be impressed with and I know and of course I was doing these things for myself but I also was doing these things to attract a better type of man and it always it's always amazing to me when people be like I'm not doing nothing for a man it's like okay we make it a big deal if a woman says like I'm doing this for a man but nobody makes it a big deal when men buy nice flashy cars and dress a certain way to attract women. Nobody makes him feel bad. But if a woman says like, you know what? I'm about to lose 10 pounds so I could look good this summer and find me a man. It's like, you shouldn't want to do it for a man. You should do it for yourself. 
Girl, of course I'm doing it for myself. Of course, I want to feel confident. I want to look beautiful and stuff like that. But I'm also in tune with the fact that I'm going to attract different kind of people. The type of men that I was attracting when I was working at Walmart and I ain't have no car. And I was and, and freaking I was living with my grandma is not the same type of man that I was attracting when I had my own car, my own apartment. I had lost a few pounds. I had more things going on for myself. Like those were two completely different men. So if I want to if I want to level out the playing field or make my dating pool a little bit more bigger, I'm going to work on myself, especially if I desire to either be in a relationship or settle down one day. It's OK for you to work on yourself and say, you know what? I want a better quality man. Maybe I should do some more work on myself. Not only is it benefiting me and making me feel good. But yeah, OK. Like, let, let's not let's not pretend that some people don't do things for the opposite sex. Like, and let's also not make them feel bad. We know that they're doing the things for themselves also. Because it makes them feel good. Me losing my the five pounds might have attracted different kind of guys, but it also helped me with my confidence. It also helped me be more comfortable in my skin and make me feel like, you know, I got a body that I love. Of course, I'm going to love my body at different phases and stuff like that. But it's been times where certain things about me were just made me feel insecure, and that's okay. I don't like the way my stomach looked like a kangaroo pouch. Okay, I'm going to lose a couple pounds. Like, what do I need a kangaroo pouch for if I'm not putting a baby in my pouch and jumping around with it? Like, seriously. Like, let's not make people feel bad. Especially with the fact that women outnumber freaking men by a long shot. It's way more single women than it is single men. And that's assuming that the type of men that you want to be with are attracted to you, that are interested in whatever nationality you are. Like, things become very complex, okay? He's a certain height. He doesn't smoke cigarettes. He doesn't party all the time. He doesn't have five baby moms. There's so many different, like, come on. It's so many different outlooks and so many different details of that. Let's not make people feel bad. The moral of the story is do the inner work for yourself, but people around you and the things that you want will easily come into your life and people around you get to reap the benefits from you doing the work. The work is for you, but people around you get to reap the benefits also. If you are a parent, you doing the work and you healing yourself and you healing your inner child and finding more ways to pour into yourself and be happy and that make you feel good. Your, your children get to reap the benefits of you being a happy parent. Your friends get to reap the benefits of you being a happy friend. Your coworkers, your mom, your dad, your grandma, whoever is around you get to reap all of the benefits of how good you've been feeling about yourself lately. All I'm saying is... Being at a place in your life where I'm feeling good, I'm doing good, I know who I am, I know what I bring, I know how I love people, and I'm not about to just be giving this to anybody. When you know your worth and you're feeling good about yourself, you become more selective with who you are going to give this to. Do not allow people to come into your life and determine your worth for you. I am worthy of love because I said so. I'm deserving of love because I said so. I deserve the love that I give to other people. I deserve respect. 
I deserve to feel valued. I deserve to feel appreciated. I deserve to feel like my voice is heard. And I'm not praising people for just common decency. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's he's nice. Okay, he should be nice to everybody. That's like a, that's like basic human decency, like to be nice and be kind. But I want to praise people for putting in effort when it comes to me. I want to praise people for going out their way for me, for being consistent, for showing interest, for making me feel loved, valued, and stuff like that. Those are things where though you're doing that specifically for me. But basic things like texting me every day, no. Planning a romantic date for me today, yes. Texting me what you're doing every day, no. Having a FaceTime date while we watch something on Netflix, yes. doesn't even have to be expensive it's just the fact that you put some effort and some thought behind something to make me feel loved to make me feel seen we get tired of we get tired of being in these places where we are not satisfied where we don't feel loved we don't feel valued we don't feel anything we don't feel no magic no spark and we try to create it. We try to get these people to be something that they are not or something that they just don't want to be for us. And we drive ourselves crazy instead of just accepting people for who they are, but working on myself. And if you are still my type after I work on myself, maybe we could work on something. But if you're not, then I've got to move around you. But I can't sit there trying to convince somebody to change and do things for me that they just don't want to do. Some people will never be what you need, what you need. And it is okay because as long as you are being what you need for yourself, you will never be dependent on somebody to be what you need. Be what you need for yourself. So you will not be dependent on other people to be it. You will be cool with letting them go. You will be cool with just allowing them to be who they are. And you will just navigate accordingly. Life is too short for you to be in these places that you are not sure about. It's too short for you to be around people that make you feel like they're not sure about you or how they feel. You deserve a love that is certain. And that is the message. You deserve a love that's sure about you, that know what they want the first time, that doesn't need convincing. They don't got to be on the verge of about to lose you a hundred times before they finally realize what they have. They don't have to do any of those things. They seen you and they knew what it was and they knew that they didn't want to play with it. I want a love that does not play about me and no form capacity or lifetime would his ass play about me or do anything to risk losing me because he loves me that much. And he is certain. And in the words of Lola Brooke, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Okay. That is the message. I hope everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day, where you, whether you are alone, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're just going to be loving on your kids today or loving on yourself. If you buy yourself, I want you to know that you can still make yourself feel loved. If you decide to lay around the house and be sad and be depressed, that's on you. But you have the ability to make yourself feel as loved and as beautiful and as good as you want to do today. Because let me tell you one thing, how worthy you are of being loved is not determined by whether or not you're in a relationship. Because with or without a man, I was going to feel loved today. Even with the fact I ain't do my hair today, I ain't get dressed, I'm still looking kind of crazy. But I, inside, inside I feel wonderful though. So either way, I was going to love on myself.
I stopped at Starbucks. I got me a caramel crunch frap. And yeah, I'm feeling good about the whole, I'm feeling good about how, this whole day. But you are deserving and you are worthy of love. And I hope you have a good day. And I want you guys to make sure that you are on my Instagram at one o'clock because I am dropping an ebook e for all my single people. A ebook that's all about navigating through your self-love journey, a bunch of tips, a bunch of things that I went through on my journey so that you can save it to your phone and you can refer back to it. I am dropping an ebook today and I know that y'all are going to be excited. So I'm going to talk to y'all soon.